Hello, dear friends. This is Kardec Radio at 11 p.m. Nourishing our souls. Yes, always nourishing our souls with the beauty of the Spiritist teachings. This is Lifting Hope, a program totally based on the book Memoirs of a Suicide by the medium Yvonne Pereira. And the spirit author is Camilo Botelho, together with Leon Denis, who revised the compilation and made it ever more beautiful for us. As we're studying this book, it's all about lifting up hopes. Mm -hmm. Why? We're not studying only to help the suicidal minds. We're also here to help ourselves. Prevention, it's about prevention. Mm -hmm. Prevention is so important, right? Sunshine, how have you been? I can see you here because you said hello from Nevada County. Thank you so much, Sunshine. So friends, why is it important to prevent? Because when we understand how we gravitate gradually towards that mindset of suicide, we can prevent by changing that mindset at the root cause of it all. So first of all, as in the Gospel according to Spiritism, it says, chapter 5, calm and resignation as antidotes to suicide and madness. No despair. Surrender. Ah, Vanessa, it's so easy to say, easier said than done. No, no. In a way, maybe. But you know, God loves us. Why would God create us to trap us in challenges, the challenges of life? There's always a way out. We just need to change how we are encoding the problems in our lives. Neuroscience, very recently, it was more or less 19, uh, 2014, it showed to us that the problem in our decision-making happens before we make a decision. It happens at the encoding level. What does it mean? The way we understand the stimulus of life, the stimuli of life. For example, bankruptcy. Oh, it's such a bad thing. I'm not saying it's good, but we can break it down differently. The loss of a loved one. Are they really lost? Uh, the end of a marriage. The end of any relationship. The loss of a job. Change to a new setting, to a new country, etc. So, or an illness. All of it, Spiritism teaches us the other way of encoding these scenarios, these stimuli, so we don't give up on life. That's what we're talking about. Even if you make a big mistake, quitting life is just going to make it worse. It will. It's going to make it worse. We don't want to go there. 
no more. In the past, previous lives, who knows, we may have committed suicide. In this life, no longer. So we need to connect ourselves to the heart of God. In a book named uh, Our Daily Bread by Emmanuel, he says in a lesson that I just read with Carlos at the God at Home meeting, he talks about spiritual nourishment. And it says that when we truly, truly, truly absorb this divine truth at the core of our hearts, we're strong and we can go through in our lives seeing life in a different way, sublimating ourselves. Interesting, isn't it? We take vitamins for the physical body to be strong. Other types of nourishments, supplements. What about our souls? We need nourishment. Sometimes we're beggars, spiritually speaking, homeless, spiritually speaking, because we're living our lives as if there is no shelter, as if there is no hope, as if we're abandoned. It's competition. People claim, oh, life is so brutal. People are so mean. They are so competitive. And I remember a wise acupuncturist telling me 22 years ago when I moved to the U.S. One day I came to her and said, you know, I'm seeing the other side of the American life. I can see, I thought people were so materialistic here. And now I can see how generous they are, loving, embracing. She looked at me and said, you changed the way you're seeing life. You are seeing life what is inside of you, Vanessa. Wow. As a psychologist, my head to her. So true. I changed my way. When I came here, I was materialistic. I was focused on those goals, seeing things that way. When I changed it, I could see differently. I could see people from a different vantage point. So whatever I'm seeing may be a project, projection of what is inside. This is what we're going to see today as well in this hospital, Hospital Mary of Nazareth. How beautiful is it? And we're going to read a few excerpts of chapter 3 of this phenomenal book, Memoirs of a Suicide, that is just liberating. Remember, this book was brought to life in 1954. The preface written by Yvonne Pereira is signed 1954. Leon Denis later, in 1956, second edition, compiled a new version. But you know that from 1926 to 1954, Camilo and Yvonne were working together guided by Leon Denis to bring the information that we are reading now, okay? <clears throat> Chapter 
I think it's so interesting. I read here Sunshine saying, when we spot it, we've got. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Hello, Raquel Bakeshi. I cannot see everybody here who is. I can see Teresa Castro. Hello, Teresa. She's saying here, chapter 134 from Our Daily Bread, Spiritual Nutrition. You're right. That's it. Thank you, Teresa. What a teamwork. Huh? We feel like we're seated together, studying this together. Let's keep it up exchanging, helping one another as we break down, because now the information that we're going to share from this chapter three is certainly groundbreaking. And why am I saying this? Because in this hospital, Mary of Nazareth, that they are describing, they have apparatuses and equipment and techniques that didn't exist on earth incarnated at the time okay but they already existed in the spiritual realm another way for us to see the beautiful mediumship of Yvonne Pereira and the beautiful collaboration into worlds to bring to bring the information to us right Rosalind Rosa how have you been welcome to Kardec Radio so Chapter 3, in the Mary of Nazareth Hospital. How beautiful is this? You commit suicide, and after a lot of suffering, you were rescued, and you were brought to a hospital under the jurisdiction of Mother Mary. This is called mercy, love, compassion. No judgment. They are not treated as criminals they are treated as children of god wow wow super wow and he says here that they were traveling in this apparatus in this transportation from the valley of the suicides the shades didn't allow them to see what was going on so they wouldn't be disturbed but at some point, Camilo says, after some time, during which we had the impression of traveling great distances, the blinds were opened. In the distance, we could make out an austere line of fortified walls, enclosing a powerful fortress that imposed respectability and fear in the isolation that surrounded it. And in the background, set in the middle of that desolate melancholy, appeared the menacing walls, the grand fortress with its half a dozen towers, similar to the old medieval fortifications, a greatly suggestive structure that would certainly impress anyone passing by. And as they entered it, they, they saw legion of the servants of Mother Mary. And as they are entering the gate, they read correctional colony. And as this fortress had a moat, a bridge open, they entered the colony. 
At a first glance, they saw many soldiers nearby and a fortification with an entire regiment. They were amazed to see that the soldiers were very similar to ancient Egyptian and Hindu warriors. And then he saw another banner, watchtower. And he's like, where are we? Are we in Portugal? Have we traveled to another country? He saw a large military square. Wow. <sighs> Superb buildings invited our admiration. For those I'm reading from the Kindle version of the book, okay? It's amazing to read from it. I would recommend it. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so here we have Tony Torres. Thank you, Tony. Your friend with sunshine. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Welcome to Kardec Radio, Tony. And so, so, so you're right. God is merciful. So back here, a superb buildings invited our admiration. They had been built in the lovely classic Portuguese style. Busy individuals entered and exited in purposefully activity. And then as they enter it, the caravan stopped in front of one of these buildings and it said, Security Department, Admissions and Registration. From that moment on, we would be under the direct wardship of one of the most important groups of the legion headed by the great spirit Mary of Nazareth, an angelic and sublime being that had merited the honorable mission of accompanying with material solicitude the one who became the redeemer of humankind. Pause for a second because you may be asking, why do we need a fortress and soldiers and walls? Why? Because we're on Earth. It's important to understand our planet. And Kardec was so revolutionary in his way of educating our minds that in the Gospel according to Spiritism, chapter 3, he talks about the different kinds of planets. He talks about our planet Earth. Planet Earth is still in the mindset of trials and expiations, transitioning to world of regeneration. In a world of trials and expiation, people are suffering. They're being tasked. They're being pushed to another level to choose the good. Because in the world of regeneration, we made a decision. The good starts prevailing, though we're still working on keeping up with it. But in a world of trials and expiation, we're still stumbling and bumping and crashing and it's and falling. Yeah, more of that than otherwise. Not easy. So, because people haven't made up their mind yet, 
in both realms, we need protection. Like our immune system, look at our physical body. You need an immune system in your physical body. Oh, but the world is so beautiful. But God knows that there are germs and viruses, etc. So you need daily detox. Your body works on it daily. Daily. And we should thank all of them for doing such a beautiful work. When you go to the bathroom and you let out what the body doesn't need anymore. And I'll say this from pee and poop. Thank God that it's coming out. It's cleansing time. Yes, when we are able to take a shower, thank God. Because these are ways in which we can keep up with our health as well. The hygiene. We need protection in the spiritual realm. We need protection. There are many spirits who don't want the good yet. They are avenging. They are criminal minds. And they are not going to allow it to happen. So we need a structure. And we need people to secure it. What does that mean? It means that when you have a spirit center, you need protection. The spirit center has its guards. Mm -hmm. It has its own guards. And when you participate in a spirit center, especially as a practitioner, you need to know that, that there is this protective system and if you don't abide to the rules and regulations of the center you are being watched very closely by these soldiers of the beyond who are guiding guarding the structure and we also need to inform the people who attend the center that there is order rules and regulations to secure the center as well it's very important. Spirit Center is not a club. It's not a place where we get together to make friends. I've never read in any spiritist work from Kardec, Leon Denis, to Andre Lewis, Emmanuel, any line saying Spirit Center is a place where you make friends. No, 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 no. We may win friends, but that doesn't mean we're there for it. We're there to learn, to love, and to serve. That's it. And when we learn, we're being healed. We're being treated. So we need to change that mindset as well. Or we won't be able to effectively maintain a structure that we call the Spirit Center. Okay, this is just a side comment. So we need, we need order. As Andrea Louis says in the book, Action and Reaction, chapter two. Order is the foundation, the basis of charity. We can't, there are some people who say, oh, let's go there, help the homeless. But there's order, there's organization, there's discipline, there are rules. There's preparation. 
for those who participate in mediumistic meetings, especially this obsession, there is preparation, there is order. Are we observing them or not? Because if we go there in a needy way, with the heart full of like, I want to be loved, I want to be loved, I want to hug everyone and be loved just like hippie society, it's going to fall apart. I'm just saying this because I know many people who are watching this, they participate in spiritist centers and it's important to reinforce it. He says that the people who entered the hospital, Mary of Nazareth, they were welcomed with love, but there were rules. They had to fill out registration to be admitted in the hospital. This is so beautiful because it shows to us that there is discipline. That the first step for them is to organize their emotions. The patient's answers were recorded in interesting discs, a type of record animated with scenes and movement thanks to the use of special magnetic devices. This was written in 1954. What are we talking about here? Video messages, right? Now we know because look at us here. And they already had it in the spiritual realm. Beautiful mediumship by Yvonne Pereira. These records were able to reproduce the sound of our voices, images, and individual reports when played on the proper equipment. Just as records in film on earth reproduce the human voice and all the variations of sounds and images in need of being retained and preserved, like CDs, flash drives, etc., right? Keeping all of it. And then, interesting, for a long time, they were not able to see the women who arrived with them. They were separated. It was a mandatory separation, males and females. Pause. Why? Separating males and females in the spiritual realm. They don't have a physical body, right? Later in the book, we're going to get back to this issue. But we're going to learn that people... Sex is in the mind, not in the body. There are people who anciently punish their physical bodies for their sexual desires, thinking that the physical body is the source of those desires, but it is not. It is all in our minds. And they had to be separated also for that reason, because till then, they didn't learn how to give a new meaning to the other sex or to people who were of another constitution or looked like the other sex. Food for thought for us, so we have an opportunity to change it, right? So Soze is asking, why God allowed these bad spirits to be with us on earth? that the ones that didn't learn to love yet so thank you for asking this but let me ask this question have we learned to love and i'll give an example just to see how we are on the same at the same level 
I've heard a story. <clears throat> Somebody said, oh, I have a brother and my brother is married. I'm married. I have children. My brother has children. And one day, my brother buys a dog. I love my brother, but I was so upset because my brother didn't consult me before buying the dog. Question, is this love? We could almost sing here, right? Is this love that I'm feeling? No, it's not love. Oh, I love my brother, but I'm jealous. But I am self-centered, right? This is not love. And we're going to learn throughout this book a different concept of love. We're going to see people in this book who said they loved their spouse, but they killed the spouse. And then the good spirits are going to say, that's not love. Because when you really love, you don't kill. So we can't say that there are bad spirits in us. We are together. I'm not going to say we're bad. But we can't say they, they are bad either. Because we haven't learned to love either. We're still selfish and jealous and envious and competitive. And we need to work around it. I don't know so if that answers the question. Forgive me if it doesn't. But, you know, we're so close to that mindset of these spirits, of these attachments. And maybe we don't notice it because we're so far from such scenarios. But if we were put in those scenarios, we're probably going to see everything the same way. So immediately after their admission, they, they were entrusted to their sectors, men's sector, women's sectors. Okay, so they were admitted in groups of 10 and they would be in um, rooms of 10, 10 beds. And they entered what's called the hospital sector. And they said to the right, there is a mental ward, to the left, isolation ward interesting huh? psychiatric ward isolation ward and then they brought the group together with Camilo to Mary of Nazareth hospital he describes the large landscape park with beautiful buildings broad arches towers climbing flowers pleasing aesthetic so interesting because when I read this, fountains, crystalline water, cascading drops with cascading drops like pearls, birds who were white and domesticated, leafy trees, beds of lilies and roses, graceful face fences. Now, this was written an experience at the end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th century. Nowadays, for those who work in the landscaping business, they know that it's the new trend to bring these beautiful scenarios, natural scenarios to hospitals. You see, 
we're talking about a hundred years later, little by little, it's getting to the human, the material level, manifesting what already exists in the spiritual realm. Quite interesting. Quite interesting. I, I heard an interview the other day about these environmentalists bringing this beautiful nature to it's a new way of doing landscaping in hospitals to make it feel more like it's healthier, it's more natural. So something so new and frontier for us, but already existent in the spiritual realm. Thank you, Sol Souza, for your loving kindness, right? Exactly, Rihanna. We attract what we are. So he was tired. They were tired. And a group of attentive, and this is interesting. As a psychologist, I also like to observe the behaviors and the emotions. A group of attentive nurses male nurses headed by two young assistants came about Romeo and Alceste they came along and they had security workers and they were helping them go to their um, rooms they were given charitably given hospital garments and were able to take a bath, which brought us tears of gratitude. And we take a bath every day and we forget to be grateful, but we need to appreciate it every day because even in the beyond, taking a shower is not for everyone. Taking a bath is not for everyone either. Reading books like this, you're not gonna find it in the Valley of Suicides. We're not gonna find it in the lower zones. Books like this, illuminating books, they are only found in the higher colonies. And only those who have merit can access it or who are in such program. And we're saying this because we're here at Cardiac Radio offering all those books, offering to ourselves, being able to read. And we're so rich, as Chico Xavier said, if people just knew that those who have access to spiritism are so wealthy on earth. Because we have this unshakable faith and we can illuminate ourselves with this richness. It's so rich. We have so much that one day humanity is going to discover. Look at us who knew of it and ask, you knew it and you didn't share it uh and we're gonna say oh my gosh i'm so sorry but then too late we need to share we're not gonna sing preach share but also nourish ourselves with it because we need spiritual nourishment and the more we read the more we study instruction illuminates it gives us new direction to tame ourselves, to boost the best in us. Each of us was served a delicious, warm and invigorating broth in dishes as white as the bed sheets. 
and each broth was flavored according to our desire. It's almost magical. It's like almost like the chocolate factory, right? People are there and they have their own experience, like customized. He says, a remarkable fact is we ingested our frugal meal. Our childhood home came to our minds, the family gatherings. Can you imagine? What would, would it be for you? Hmm? You're eating something. What would be a homey taste? Mm. Bread and butter, rice and beans, chicken papai. What is it? Because it's registered in our minds. You can smell, you can feel it, right? And they had a fireplace. You see, everything to work in the minds. High up on the wall, which seemed to be made of porcelain, a fascinating painting, luminous and animated with life and intelligence, had caught our attention as soon as we walked in. It was a painting of the Virgin of Nazareth, somewhat similar to the famous picture by Murillo that I knew so well. Let me see if I can show to you for those who don't know. The picture he's talking about. <clears throat> One second. Okay, let me see if I can show it to you. The picture here. Yeah. The picture. This one. This is what they are talking about. Let me see if I can open it for you. A little bit. Yeah. This one. But imagine this picture in animated, like 3D, 4D, I don't know. And you feel the vibrations of it all. This is what they are seeing in the spiritual realm. So interesting, right? Uh, Sunshine is asking, why Hindus? Sunshine, that's a good question. If you wait just one more chapter, we're going to bring that to surface. Because we're going to see in the book, he pinpoints some of the reasons why they are Hindus. But beautiful question. Hold your thoughts there, because in the next one, we're going to address it. Okay? Teresa Castro is asking, is this why it's so important to read aloud? What do you mean, Teresa? To, to keep in our hearts or to understand it? Is that why you're asking to read out loud? Uh, can you explain to us? Thank you. So as they are there and they see that beautiful picture, the virtuosity... I mean, the painting, it's like beyond what the earth could ever paint. Like Andre Louis shows in the book Nosolar and other books, the pictures in the spiritual realm are of magnificent um, texture, nature, the features. They are magnified because the originals are there and ours is just a copy 
of those that have in the spiritual realm. Right? Okay. So Teresa is answering here. Uh, because books aren't available to all spirits everywhere. <laughs> it's so interesting, Teresa. I, I think in a way, I remember a friend in Guatemala, Edwin Bravo, he said that in some villages in Guatemala where they share spiritism, they don't have books for everyone. Sometimes they have one gospel according to spiritism for a whole village. So one of the, the habits is to read it and to know it by heart because they, they can recite it without the book because they don't have book available. And in a way, you're right. When we read it aloud, we keep it memorized at heart, and then it's easier for us, of course. But ideally, if we study this here and we practice it, we will be given an opportunity to continue in the afterlife to other levels because we're evolving. There is hope, always hope, right, friends? Thank you, Teresa, for bringing that up, okay? So finally, they're there, and after they finished their meal, they saw some physicians coming up, and amongst them, there were two that will make up for some part of our story later, Carlos and Roberto of the Canalejas. They were Spanish doctors in a previous life, and they are doctors there as well. Father and son, respectfully, respectively. Okay? So beautiful. The beds and the, the physicians were so caring. Their tormented minds couldn't sleep. And these doctors were soothing and whispering to them, you need to rest. You can rest now without concern, my friends. You are guests of Mother Mary of Nazareth, the sweet mother of Jesus. This is her hospital. They felt so relaxed. So next time you have problems sleeping, Feel these spirits, the good ones, saying to you, rest. You can rest because you are under the care of Jesus Christ on earth. He is your shepherd and you shall not fear anything or want anything but the will of God. Okay, that's an exercise for us when we are not able to sleep. Feel the guardian angels, the protecting spirits saying to you, rest, my dear, rest, because you're under the care of our beloved master. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they slept for several hours. And he felt, Camilo said, his thoughts were clear. And in a way, he was like, ah. Oh, Everything was so beautiful. Then instead of helping, made him feel guiltier and more ashamed. Oh my gosh, what have I done with my life? Action and reaction, right? And the other friends felt the same. So now he's going to talk about a few names that in the future chapters we're going to unfold. Beautiful stories. And I say beautiful in spite of the suicide because we will see the mercy of God 
and the hope that lies in all of our lives from Geronimo to Mario to João to Bellarmino and he could see that those features that he observed in the Valley of Suicides that their Paris spirits were presenting however they committed suicide the blood still falling etc it stopped and now the relief was palpable he says you see the power of vibrations friends i have to pause again to make a comment here how important it is for us to cultivate elevated vibrations at home oftentimes in our homes we do whatever we like because it's our home but we forget that for every thought there's another thought that comes along for every feeling there's another feeling that comes along for every action there's a reaction there is connection we won't be left alone to our crazy thoughts we will attract crazy minds and we'll go crazy so we need to form this inner discipline and and sublimate it let's say you're home and you feel like just eating whatever you like you eat a bar of chocolate you eat an ice cream nobody's watching you right and you eat this and that but look at your physical body uh it's putting up with a lot of want a lot of whims and it's gonna reply saying i don't want it any longer can't take it any longer diabetes this xyz or if you're home nobody's watching you and then you want to watch violent horror movies and then you can't sleep and then you spend a week or two weeks three weeks a month feeling tormented where is this coming from well where is this coming from or watching porn or whatever else drama craziness or gossiping on the phone texting not being sincere and honest in our daily lives we attract as rihanna said what we have emitted love the mental field so we have to watch out in this case camilo is saying to us clear cut that they are feeling more healed and relieved the vibrations the mental field of the hospital is secure stable constant in the good in the good in the good <clears throat> then as they are there one of the friends says i have come to the conclusion that the best we can do now is to recommend ourselves to god and accept with goodwill whatever lies ahead of us desperation did us no good at all 
It all only made us even more wretched than we were in the first place. So much rebelliousness and folly to gain nothing more than the heightening of our already atrocious misery. From this, we can see that we have been choosing the wrong pathways in life. It is undeniable, however, that we are subordinate to a higher will, independent of our own. This is highly significant. I'm not sure that I died after all. Actually, I don't think I did. And then he keeps talking about himself. And then later, later, I'm not gonna, this is Mario, Mario Sobral. He's talking about his lives. And then comes another one, right? And each one of them is talking a little bit about them. Until, until, and I'm gonna cut short here. Camilo, Jerónimo, Mario. Camilo, and then as I'm turning the pages, each one of them is talking about their stories. Bellarmino, and I won't say it now because in the next chapters, we're going to cover some parts of their stories too. But what is interesting for us to note here is that they are there talking about each other, realizing what's happening to them, how wrong they were, their stories, and then. When Camilo talks about him later, let me bring it to you, the very words of the good spirits. Camilo says, I killed myself in order to hide from society, from other people and from my enemies, the incapacity that I had been reduced to. And he talks about, it's very self-centered. Mommy, my mind, me, my mind, talking about him. Suddenly, suddenly, he's anguished. And other people, he's very, like, he's crying. Helpful nurses rushed in to see what had happened. Since this incident had not been foreseen, at the Mary of Nazareth Hospital, surrounded by the invigorating mental emanations of its guardians and supervisors, and touched by salutary and generous beneficial magnetic waves, patients were to help with their own treatment by maintaining silence and not indulging in any conversations of a personal nature. They were to rest and to forget, try to forget their tormenting past, to brush away shocking memories, and to recover as much as possible from the wounds that had tortured them for so long. Consequently, they were admonished as offenders of one of the most important hospital rules. Nor could we excuse ourselves by alleging ignorance. On the walls, permanent phosphorescent signs with requests of silence kept reminding us, and the institution itself offered an example by conducting its ongoing tasks very discreetly. Albeit benevolently, 
we were informed that doing it again could lead to a punishment, such as being transferred to the isolation ward. Pause, 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 pause. This is huge because often we get together with people and start talking about lamenting problems, da 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 da. Here are the consequences. The rule that applies there applies here and even more. We have to be very careful. Some people, they say, let's get together and talk bad about our husbands because it's so hard to be married or it's so hard to have children. I'm like, that's counterproductive, right? To get together to bad mouth and then you go back home and what do you do? It's not going to help. If we need help, we go find a therapist. And the good therapist is going to help us overcome that moment. He's not going to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Mm -mm. It's going to empower us. The spirit center is just like that. It's a place where we need to keep the good vibrations. If when we go there, we talk about 10,000 things that don't belong there or lament. Sometimes study sessions, people start like talking about their lives as if they are needing and talking, oh, this happened to me, this happened to me and cry. It's not therapy group, not in that way. We need to work on emotional discipline and that's not to deny how we're feeling. But we are not going to connect with the higher spirits by being, by com being complainers, by nagging, by lamenting. We need to cheer up and move on. Forward, always forward, pressing on, as Emmanuel says, right? He says, from that moment on, a guard from the contingent of Lancers from security was appointed to keep an eye on us. They were considered offenders of the hospital. Friends, this is the rule in the hospital, Mary of Nazareth. But the rebelliousness on earth cannot accept it. Well, in the last part of this beautiful chapter, they talk about surgeries in the Paris spirits. Diligent, dedicated physicians tended with fraternal solicitude the poor wretches that needed their service and care. They were very illuminated, they were helpful, and they talk about the beautiful apparatuses that they had there. They said, received treatments of light, applications involving magnetic properties, quintessential balms, treatments using luminous substances extracted from solar rays. The photographs and resonant animated charts of these areas were taken. You see there, before we had this um, um, apparatuses that we have nowadays to know what's happening, PET scan, 
MRIs, it already existed in the spiritual realm. And the procedures are yet to be materialized on earth, treating the depths of their wounds in the perispirit. What a hospital, huh? Dream on. We're materializing little by little on earth, hospitals of the nature. We're going to get there. Meanwhile, what do we do, friends? Help by sharing the good news, by visualizing this good, and by applying ourselves in disciplining our emotions. Today, as we're studying this beautiful chapter, let's pick one exercise for our next 24 hours, shall we? Since it's all about hope, let us educate the heart, shall we? Disciplining ourselves. Since silence here became so big, in the next 24 hours, let us together, wherever you are, wherever I am, let us together practice silence. Somebody calls you and says, how are you? Great. But how is this? You know, in that condition, but we're optimistic. Let us practice that silence. If we can't say anything, let's not say anything. If we can't say anything kind, optimistic, let's not say it. Right? Practice silence and the wisdom of silence. And let's see what happens, what we're going to learn with it. It's so important to practice it, and we can practice it now. Shall we, friends? We're talking about silence that conquers bad saying, bad thinking, not the silence that is going to override positive words. If we have a positive words, say it out loud. But if we're not going to be able to say anything positive, let's practice. Okay? That's, if you say, but Vanessa, I want to see if you're going to practice. Friends, I promise you, I'm going to practice too. I haven't mastered it. So how about if we do it together? Tomorrow, if you want, you can share your story here at Cardiac Radio because hopefully we'll be back tomorrow for chapter four. Chapter four is about the story of the family of Geronimo. Geronimo and family. Oh my, the beauty of hope. The new beginning. New for all of us, friends. Because after all, we're also writing the stories of our lives. Friends, please receive a big hug of gratitude for staying together, lifting our hopes and sharing this hope because Cardiac Radio is here to nourish your soul. Thank you, friends. Until tomorrow, don't forget, let us pray in a minute here, visualizing Mother Mary showering upon us rays of healing light, but let us visualize her showering her loving light upon suicidal spirits in the beyond, onto those who are incarnated and thinking about it, who are feeling despair, calming their minds and hearts. 
Thank you, Mother Mary, for your loving heart, for your devoted servants. May one day we be able to join this task force, or at least facilitate the work of theirs. May tonight or today, wherever we are, we feel your presence and practice this positive silence that calms hearts and minds. Meanwhile, sharing only the good, feeling your embrace, we thank you always. And so be it. Thank you, friends. Thank you, dear Monica, for being with us. Thank you, Rihanna. Thank you, all of you who have been together. Let's stay together practicing this positive silence under the inspiration of Mother Mary. Until tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye.